Hey love, welcome to Her Promise Circle podcast, a safe space to come as you are to receive the word you need to help you continue on your journey to healing, growth, and walking confidently into God's purpose for your life. It's full of all the things that you'll need to live boldly as the woman God created you to be. I'm your host and founder of Her Promise Circle, Mikkel. Get connected, let us support you where you are right now and where you're going. Hey ladies, welcome back to another episode of the Her Promise Circle podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel. I am the founder and CEO of Her Promise Circle, a faith-based women's wellness community. Let's get into it today. So if you're new here, I cover topics that will help you feel empowered, that will help you live a life abundantly as Jesus has promised us, and that will help you unpack, unlearn, so that you can create space for the truth of Christ. Be empowered and emboldened by him and live out the life that he has promised for you. If you're not new here, you already know what you're getting into, girl. Today, we're gonna talk about vision. Mm. So first of all, let's start with my own personal life. My very first event that I'm hosting with Bridges and Barriers Counseling, Miss Erica, is Saturday. It's literally in five days. It's Tuesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's literally in five days. I have a lot of my girls from her promise circle flying in to come to this event and it's just going to be a beautiful experience. I have been tested and tried, okay, refined in the past six, seven months that I've been planning this event. And although I am nervous because it will be my first time actually standing in front of people at an event with my name on it and talking, speaking, and being in front of people, sharing the message that we want to get out there, and so there is a sense of nervousness, but I'm also very, very excited. And I also know that I am doing what I was told by the one who is going to strengthen me and give me the words to say. And so I think it's a healthy mix. I think it's a healthy mix of anticipation and nervousness because a little nervousness and fear keeps you humble. You know, it keeps you like, oh, I can't do this on my own. I need your help, Lord. It keeps you humble. And God exalts the humble, right? He turns his back on the crowd. So child, I am fully aware of where my strength comes from and he will get all the credit for it. And so the event is Saturday. And let me tell you how I got to this topic of vision. I have never planned an event before, nor do I have any experience, nor do I know how it must be organized. None of it says, I, I don't know. I only attend events, okay? I've never actually had to plan one. And so when it came to planning her promise circle, me and Erica got together and we just resonated with each other so much. I, this woman is so powerful in how she speaks in her knowledge and in her own experiences. It is a inspiring thing just to, for us to be in conversation together. And so when we were talking and engaging in what this event should be about, we made it about what we can most relate to, which is being empowered and moving ahead through finding out who you are, finding out that you are worthy, coming to a place where you love yourself and are willing to receive the desires planted in your heart by God in order to move ahead into purpose. And so we tailored this event to help women be empowered by the stories of the speakers that are coming 
and to also understand the concepts that we are trying to impart to them. When God gave me her promise circle, I was not given a business idea. In my head, I was not. When God first gave me her promise circle, it was an Instagram page girl. I was just gonna post some inspiring quotes, some, some of my Bible study contents on there and just let people see it, maybe follow it. Mind you, we were starting right at zero. Like I started a new account and was like, all right, like who needs to see it? We'll see it, all 50 people. If I even get 50 followers, cool, whatever. I had zero people at the time. So I was posting and was like, had impressed on my heart that I should do like a more in-person way of sharing my Bible studies. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I don't know anyone who would wanna do a Bible study. I have no idea. Like the people I've been hanging out with, mind you, this is when I first recommitted my life to him. So child, the people around me were not going to Bible study, okay? So I'm like, Lord, I hear you, but like, I have no idea who would actually sit and do this. And I would, I, over, over the next few days, I had a dream of a friend back home who I hadn't seen in a long time. And I just felt in my heart to reach out to her and ask her if she wanted to do Bible study with me once a week. The other ones that I found was my best friend from home who I've known since I was three, my best friend from high school who I've known since I was like probably 12 and she invited someone. So she invited a friend. So there was like four of us to begin with. Religiously, faithfully, it would be like four of us. Sometimes it would be two of us. Sometimes it would be just it got to a point where some days no one could come. So it was just me and I would just be like, okay, we'll just do it next week. And God was like, record these. Even if it's just you, just record it. And I'm like, okay, this is embarrassing because no one's here and I'm just talking to a screen. And, <laughs> and so I started recording them so that if the girls missed them, they could watch them back. And I'm like, wow, okay. so. Then it got to a point where like I was making study guides. I was like, okay, we all need to be on the same page. So I made study guides, like journal prompts, like so we could all process, so we can make it easier for them to understand what we were breaking down so they could have time in their personal study. And eventually I made so many of those. That I was like, wow, I need like a website to put all this on. And it just grew from there. Today we have girls coming in from our TikToks, our Instagram, people who find me from the podcast, girls, some of you are in South Africa, in the Bahamas, which our podcast ranks out there, which is crazy. And I see how God strategically gave me vision as I took a step, as I was obedient. So, right, he's like, start a page. Okay, start a page. I wanna just empower women and share what I learned about you so that they feel like I feel. And then it's, okay, invite people. And then it's study guides. And then it's just, you're faithful over a, a little bit of people. And then, you know, we grow markedly. And mind you, this has been about a year and a couple months now. And to see where God has taken me from last year, child, to now where I'm gonna be standing in front of people who have bought tickets to come to an event that her Promise Circle and Bridges and Barriers Counseling is hosting together, it's mind-blowing. But I want to tell you the importance of vision. It starts with one seed, one implant in your heart, one idea. Most of the time, we shuck these things to the side because we're like, oh, I have an idea. Okay, whatever. 
because of your own limiting beliefs, because the enemy tries to come in and steal it by having people tell you, oh, that's impossible, you can't do this, or because of your own limiting beliefs, like, oh, no one in my family's ever done this, so I couldn't do this, so you don't ever even take a step. I wanted to open up with how God called Abraham to show you this concept. So in Genesis 12 and one, strongly recommend you read the whole chapter 12 in Genesis so you can see how Abraham moved inch by inch. But God called to Abraham and said, now the Lord had said to Abram, go away from your country and from your relatives and from the fathers, from your father's house to the land, which I will show you. That means Abraham didn't know where he was going. And his name was Abram at this time, mind you. And he didn't know where he was going. God just said, I need you to move from where you are comfortable so I can show you where you're going. So if God has ever been like, put on your heart, I need to move out of this city that I'm in and go to a different city. That's basically what he told Abram in this moment. He's like, I need you to leave where you're comfortable at and I need you to go. Now, it may not be a physical move. It may be the relationship you're in. Hey, I need you to leave the comfort of this relationship and go into a single season with me and then I will show you your next move. It may be the removal of a friend. Hey, I need you to leave this comfort zone of a friendship so that I can show you where you're going because where you are right now, I can't give you this full vision. It could be the comfort zone of a job. Hey, I need you to leave the comfort of a steady paycheck of this job into a land that I will show you. And you don't get more vision until you take your first step. And I want to implant this. I pray, sis, that your soil is fertile right now in this moment because if God plants in you a, the tiniest seed and you keep ignoring it, you could live a whole life where you don't even allow yourself to receive the blessing or prosperity or use your gifts and be in service of people if you don't take that first step on the seed that, that he has planted in your heart. Vision starts as a seed. So let's say something's been coming to your mind now that I've been saying this out loud to you. Something's coming to your mind, right? Like something he's been telling you or something people tell you you're good at or something that keeps coming up and you're like, huh, you're, something keeps happening at your job. You're miserable now. Something you've been doing for years and now this is not comfortable for you. Now you're just feeling like you gotta go. Like I gotta go. This is less than what I feel called to in my life. I'm gonna regret being here for the rest of my life if I don't take a move. Whatever that is for you, hold that in your heart. Because the next step after you have that seed, the next step of realizing it and understanding what goes into it is the next, the next step after realizing the seed. So it's a small step that you should be obedient in obeying. The next step after identifying the seed is to write it down. How do I know that? Let's go to Habakkuk 2 and 2. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and engrave it plainly on tablets so that the one who reads it will run. For the vision is yet for the appointed future time. It hurries towards the goal of fulfillment. It will not fail. Even though it delays, wait patiently for it because it will certainly come. It will not delay. There is an appointed time for everything. God said in Psalms, when you were an unformed substance that he had already ordained your steps. God says that he has a plan to prosper you, to give you a future and a hope. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things we have not seen. And so this is an encouraging word to write down what the big vision is. 
because though you don't have it in front of you, you must then get started on the process and journey of working on the faith to believe that you've already received it so that it can come into fruition. So sis, step one, identify that seed. What is it that's been on your heart that you know it would require you leaving what you've been comfortable in to take a step out into what he's calling you to? That seed. The next step, write it out, make it plain. Because from there, it's gonna be a bumpy ride. God is going to prepare your heart to expand your faith so that you can believe in this thing. And so once you write it down, once you believe in it, meditate on it, child, visualize. Okay, this can really happen for me because God has given me this vision. No, I couldn't do this on my own. I know that this is something bigger than me that I would need God to do. So God, if you've planted this seed in me, I pray that you bring it to fruition, but you also prepare me in order to receive it. And then you're gonna go on your journey, sis, of healing, of identifying your limiting beliefs, identifying the people around you who make you feel like you can't do this thing. You're gonna go through a season of shedding, okay? You're gonna shed the things that tell you you can't. You're gonna shed the people that tell you you can't. You're gonna become more disciplined. You're gonna shed the habits that keep you from being more disciplined. You're gonna get a mentor or a coach, someone who's already doing this thing that can lead you towards the way of your vision. You're gonna go on journey, a journey of becoming the person ready to receive the vision at its fullest state. Okay, so Mick, I identified my seed, I wrote it down, I made it plain, and more things are coming to me. Um, so now what do I do? You're gonna wanna get support, you're gonna wanna get accountability, you're gonna wanna shut off those friends or spend less time with them that have been in that current state or in that comfort zone with you and aren't ready to exactly get out themselves. You're gonna get around people who have a better mindset. You're gonna get around people who are disciplined. You're gonna get around someone who's already doing what it is you see yourself doing because your mind cannot think higher than that it is exposed to. And I will not take credit for that. It's a really good quote, but I've heard it somewhere. It's like a famous quote, but it's so true. You must change your environment. You must change your environment and guard your heart. You must not allow anything, even if it is your mother or father or sister or brother who's speaking against what it is that you have been called to do because your mind has to be in a place in order to see vision clearly. You, it has to be you and God for a season, it is. And so it is. So he told you to leave that relationship, you'll be fine, sis. That means he has better for you, okay? You are gonna be fine. Remember. My book, Get Ready for Love, it goes through relationship idols. I went through a lot of heartbreak and the thing that led me back to God fully to its fullest degree was my very last relationship I was in. And so I wrote a whole book on how to tackle the relationship idol and how to leave and go into your season of singleness with God and how to crack down and, and leave the things that don't serve you. I know it's hard, I know it's hard, but you have support, there's resources for you. The link will be in the bio if you need that type of book. But there are resources for you. There are people who have been through things that you're going through right now. I need you to reach out, come out of your comfort zone and go into it so God can show you the next step. Okay, so now what I do, Mick, the next thing that you're gonna do is create an action plan. So 
I identified my seed, I wrote it down, I made it plain, I'm going on my journey through my process, I removed all the people, I've changed up my environment, I've become more disciplined, I got a mentor or a coach, and now what do I need to do? Now I need to take action. Okay, how do I take action, Mick? You are going to do the thing that God has put in your heart to do. You're gonna break it down into steps, into realistic, practical steps, and accomplish them. It's easy, right? No, because if you have not done the step previous to this, which is identifying your limited beliefs or whatever it is that holds you back, whatever it is that keeps your confidence in Christ wishy-washy, it's gonna be tough to take those steps. It's gonna be hard to fight through the fear. You're going to be afraid, sis, guess why? Because whatever God gives you is always gonna be bigger than you. You will always need to stay attached to him at the hip to receive it, to complete it, to maintain it, to sustain it. And so it's always gonna be a little scary, okay? That's how you know it's from him because it's something you won't be able to attain on your own. It keeps you humble, it keeps you reliant on him, it keeps your heart in the correct posture and it keeps you in service. Remember, it's okay. Fear is only a problem when it holds you back. Fear is not of God. Fear is our natural perception of a threat, an enemy, uh, of being in danger. It's our brain's way of trying to keep us safe. But what God is doing is not an earthly thing. What God does is done in the spiritual already. Our minds have to catch up to what it is that he's already said we would do. And so you're gonna be afraid because you've never seen it. That's why it says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things we have not seen. We have not seen it, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man what God will do for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose, and that's you. Eyes have not seen it, but your heart has seen, your spirit has seen it. Your spiritual eyes have seen it, and that's why you can't shake it. You're not happy because you haven't even taken a step and now you feel unfulfilled. You feel like you aren't doing what it is you are meant to do on this earth. And I'm here to tell you that there is plenty to go around. Plenty success, plenty abundance, plenty of people who need the gift that you are to spread on this earth because of what God has put in you and he will get the glory for it. It will be obvious that you couldn't do this yourself. It'll be obvious that he has given this gift to you. It will be obvious that he is the one and the reason that you are prospering. But you must let him move, you must create space. And to create that space, you must write that vision down and make it plain. You must believe in it. You must go through the process of character refinement so that you can sustain it when you get it. You must go through the process of going close to him because you can't do it on your own. Because fear can't hold you back. It can exist, we're human, but it can't hold you back. You must be brave, like David, when he was fighting Goliath, he's like, well, one thing I know, this man is big and scary, but one thing I know is that God is with me and that he said that I can slay this giant. And that's how you need to live life, brave. Doesn't mean it's not a scary thing, but you do it because you know who God is and you know who you are in him. So you got your steps, sis. I wanna give you a tip. If you have been in a comfort zone for five years, two years, three years, 10 years, a comfort zone, a relationship, a job, a position in life, a certain amount of money, if you've been in a comfort zone for so many years, and God is pulling you out of it in this season. 
Please don't make the prideful mistake of thinking you can do it on your own. You will loop. Humble yourself. Find community. Find a mentor. Find a coach. We were not meant to do these journeys on our own. God didn't help other people prosper to not be able to help you. These things exist all around you, but once you write your vision down, your picker gets better. You pick better relationships. You pick better friends. You make better decisions when it comes to what you need to do in your day-to-day. You establish routines. You take care of yourself better. You take care of the people around you better because you're clear on what it is God has called you to do. And anything that doesn't align with that can't exist because you're serious. And you must be in alignment in this season. You can't afford not to be. So I need you to get support. Now, of course, Her Promise Circle is a community. You can join our memberships. The link's in the bio. Explore which one is best for you. But get in community. Get around women who talk to you like you can do the thing God has called you to do, who always lead you back to him, who always encourage you when you're feeling fearful. And that's what we do. We meet every Thursday, our Bible studies every Thursday at 7 p.m. However, we also have events, virtual meetups. I do group coaching every month. We also do, I do one-on-one personal development coaching and faith-based coaching. Whatever you need, we got it, okay? But I'm not saying we are the only way. I'm just telling you in general, these things exist. The resources exist that you need. And I need you to hunt them down and find out who, who inspires you? Who encourages you? The people that look like which, where you see yourself going. These are the people I need you to reach out to. Hey, do you do mentorship? Hey, do you coach? I need you to get help. I need you to get therapy if you need emotional healing, if you need to identify the blocks in you from trauma. I need you to get help in this season. I told my girls this last week in Bible study. I need you to get help. God, yes, God is our very present help in a time of trouble, but God uses people all throughout the word. God uses people to help others. And don't think you can pull yourself out of something that you've been in bondage to for years. Don't get prideful in that way. Get a mentor, get a coach, and get in some community. Does your church have small groups? Is there someone you can go to in your neighborhood that you just know is doing what you need to do, has been, or appears to be? Is there someone at your job who is higher up on the ladder that can mentor you? Whatever it is, sis. Like I said, check out our services. If we can help you, we would love to. Check out our memberships, if that works better for you, to become a member, to be a part of our community. And I pray that this has blessed you. I pray that you are fertile soil in this season. And I pray that you will pray for me for our event this weekend. If you cannot make it in person in Atlanta, Georgia, we now have virtual tickets. So you guys can be there virtual, live, in color, chatting while we are running the event. So you can still make it. You can still be there. And the link of that will be in the bio as well. And I just want to end in prayer as I always do because I pray this blessed you. And I know that God has something planned for you special. If you felt touched, if you felt like, wow, this is the roadmap I needed, then let me know, one, because I'm going to be so happy for you. Reach out to me on Instagram. DM me, sis, if you heard this episode. And two, that means God is like, hey, sis, do you hear me? Wake up. We're moving. I don't know if God would say, hey, sis, but you know what I mean. (laughs) God is like, girl, 
Do you hear me loud and clear? Make that action plan and get it, get it moving because I'm ready. I need you to be ready, right? Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for preparing my sister for this moment to receive the word that you have for her. I thank you for making her vision clearer and clearer. Lord, whatever has kept her in bondage, whatever is keeping her looping, whatever is keeping her in the wilderness, whatever is keeping her comfortable and held back from what it is you called her to, Father God, I pray that you give her the wisdom. I pray you give her the strength to get up and leave that thing that is no longer serving her. Give her the heart that believes for better, to expect better, to expect more from you, to expect good things. We know that in the word it says that you do not withhold any good thing from us because you love us and we are your children. And so I pray, Lord, that she realizes there is better if she can just get up out of this comfort zone. God, give her the strength, give her the clarity that she needs in order to do so. God, I rebuke any spirit of fear. I rebuke any spirit of discouragement. Anything that has been marked on her to keep her from doing what it is you called her to do, I rebuke it. I bind it up and I cast it out in the name of Jesus. It has no power in her life any longer nor mine. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Sis, you got this. And if you need us, let us know. Join our community or sign up for a one-on-one -on -one mentorship or coaching session with me. And I hope to see you next week. Love you.